1: What is up, everybody, and welcome to a different episode of Super Games Cast sixty four. I am not your host Trey Mitchell, who is off doing work tonight. Um, I'm joined with your other co host Austin Guttery. That's right. Hello, Austin. Say we uh, we're gonna bring it down and, uh, tonight. So we're gonna be doing. We are going to bring it down tonight, courtesy of one of our loyal listeners who paid us the handsome sum of. At least $3 as requested two weeks ago. I think it was 5 Well, it was at least 3 It was the request. Yes. He did overpay. He did overpay. He gets, uh... What do they
0: call those? The stretch... Stretch goals?
1: Yeah, he hit the stretch goals. So we'll shout him out. Way to go, Cade. Yeah, this
0: is for our friend Cade. Uh,
1: he requested that we do a Sonichu episode, so... Uh, Here we are. That's what you guys are... That's what you guys are getting tonight. And, uh... I don't know even where to start other than it's going to not be a hilarious one, I don't think. The laughs will be few and far between.
0: um, Yeah, get ready for some weirdness um, and some sadness. And uh, there will probably be times where you'll have a little laugh, but it's almost exclusively going to be at someone's expense and someone who... um, I I don't want to call... I almost call autism a... um, uh, mental illness but it's it's someone who uh, has autism and uh, people on the internet are can be very mean about it um, but it is a saga worth documenting because uh, it's a crazy ride and so we're going to document it for you here and then you make your own judgments
1: and of course we're talking about Chris Chan author of of Sonichu,
0: author, artist, editor, publisher, everything of Sonichu. Um, if you don't know what Sonichu is, that's fine. I just found out about it a month or two ago. Um, it, we'll get into it more in depth, but it's a it's a character created by this person named Chris Chan, um, who is has become transgender, so it now goes by. Um, was it Christina? Is that her new name? It's Christine. Christine, Christine. I believe. Um, so I think to I think we'll refer because we're going to tell the life story of this person, uh, and I think matching with the timeline, let's refer to him uh, as him back then, and then once we get to around 2011 to 2014, we'll switch to her. Uh, just. Because it might be confusing to people, so that is, uh, I think that's what we will do.
1: Okay, that sounds good. Okay. uh, So, where would you like to start? Well, what, what was your first exposure to Sonichu
0: and Chris Chan? Because you seem to already know about the whole story before I even brought it up a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, so, uh, I have a buddy who is... Uh, who shall remain nameless, but is a a, a big four chan guy. Okay. Um, I will pass no other judgments other than to set the story up by saying he's just a four chan guy. Uh, we were hanging out. This has big. The, this whole thing has very big four uh, chan energy to it. It certainly does. And so, a couple months ago, at this point we were talking about something and he just out of nowhere was like, what's your take on the Chris Chan situation (laughs) to which I said, what are you talking about? Uh, And he then proceeded to send me a link to a story about what was going on. And I was simultaneously uh, confused and horrified at the most recent development. And uh, from there, I did a little bit more reading and decided this was too sad for me to read about, and so I didn't do anything else with it until this podcast, and I watched a 30-minute YouTube documentary about it.
0: Yeah, I suppose we should shout out to our sources. I watched a 15-minute YouTube documentary, and then I listened to a few episodes of a podcast uh, that chronicles basically every minute in this person's life since 1999, Uh, and then I read extensively on the... Sometimes very fun and funny wiki because like like on TV tropes, it's like almost everything has a link. Like every little, every person that Chris Chan interacts with, every like saga in his life uh, all has a link. And so I did a lot of um, reading on there. And this, a lot of people claim that this is perhaps the most documented individual on earth, which probably isn't true but i could also i would not be surprised
1: if that's true because basically like every moment is scrutinized for the last like 20 years this i don't know if there is a person that better typifies what the internet can do yes more than the saga of chris chan um so so I, I don't remember where I first heard about it.
0: I think I just saw it on Reddit or something, or maybe you or Trey brought it up briefly, but I had no idea what it was until like two months ago and then just looked it up and was appalled and amazed, and uh, it's a wild ride. Well, why don't we step onto that ride? Okay, so I guess from the beginning, uh, Christopher Chan, as he was born, uh, is... A, he he's just a guy who was born in 1982 in, what, Virginia? North Carolina? Um, there's a lot of made-up places. Appalachia. So they get, yeah, they, it gets confusing. Um, and he was born into older parents who had, like, a blended family. They already had some estranged kids. Uh, and he was born with, I don't want to say severe autism. He's very high-functioning, but it's... it. Uh, it defined his life pretty much, um,
1: and I th- I think I think Austin when I, when we say he was born with uh, severe is maybe not accurate in terms of the hand he was dealt, but it became the hand that he lived. with. Yes, exactly. So, in in a way. As far as I'm aware, um, I have some extended family members who have autism. Um, If you start working on things early, you can lessen the severity, or uh, not lessen the severity, that sounds bad, but I just mean uh, they can better cope and understand uh, and get over some of the hurdles that autism presents. Mm -hmm. And it seems very much that this was not something that happened in Chris's life. So
0: it sounds like his mom did not deal with it or him very well. Um, His dad was a little more understanding and tried to treat him as a normal kid and like basically tried to... It seems like he was almost... In denial or under the thought that it would like go away or something at some point but he eventually came to kind of accept who Chris was and uh, they moved him to a different school a couple times after some altercations and he was like oh this certain school system we were with did not understand how to deal with autistic children so we moved him to one that did so it sounds like his dad was pretty aware of you know how to handle an autistic child Um, but his mom kind of stepped out of the picture for whatever reason and it also sounds like she was kind of emotionally abusive at times Uh, and so Chris did not really have any sort of smooth uh, upbringing.
1: Which would be difficult on a a child without autism but if you add that into the mix especially with the needs of someone who is autistic and attempting to kind of uh, help them understand societal norms and requirements that society has and asks of all individuals whether they have autism or whether they're not on the spectrum at all. Uh, It seems like his family and the school and his peers were not good at helping with this. No,
0: and I think the early 80s in Appalachia is not the ideal place to look for compassion for
1: anything outside of the norm, I feel. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to disagree with you. I would say even today, I oh, think yeah. you're going to find you're going to find a lot of people that are like, "Yeah, just treat them normal. Like just just make them do the normal stuff and they'll be fine." Right. Um so um but even more so then. So we'll get a little more in depth
0: in to his life i want to just give a vague summary right now so christian kind of grows up and he goes on to kind of delve into these fantasy worlds that he builds um and the most famous of which is sonichu which is a combination of uh sonic and pikachu uh mm-hmm.
1: and that basically becomes his magnum opus and becomes his whole world and stuff do you, do you have the background on you as to why made Sonic you
0: so he was I don't know what the deal with Sonic fandom is but for some reason there's a thing um within it of making your own hedgehog characters and stuff Uh, and so he had a couple of um characters he had made and he had an assignment for class in middle school where they had he was really into art and graphic design and stuff and um the assignment was to like make a character or something and then write a story and then draw a picture about it and uh, the teacher explicitly said no copyrighted characters which was basically all Chris would ever do was just make art with copyrighted characters and so he was like oh the the best thing to do is just smash two already copyrighted characters into a new creation uh, and then um, that
1: became Suck on so that copyright lawyers
0: yep. <laughs> Can't get around that that's right. Um so that basically was where Sonichu started, but it and so he started making the series of comics starring Sonichu, but it quickly became like even within the first episode just became about him and his life uh and his main uh I guess struggle, his main goal in life was to he was obsessed with like girls and love and relationships and um
1: like, which honestly, who is it? You know what right. I mean. Like, but he took even his... in middle school, mm-hmm. you're thinking about it.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, he took it to an ex- like it's a logical extreme, and that was like his reason for living. And um, so he was obsessed with uh, like falling in love and like finding a girlfriend. And so a lot of these Sonichu comics basically just turned into starring him talking and then it talked about like him trying to fall in love and stuff and they got really graphic like sexually at certain points um and uh it just it it became basically just a way for him to i feel like cope with the loneliness of you know his condition and uh the fact that he didn't have many
1: friends and stuff And if you look at any of the Sonichu comics, they somehow never get better? No, like,
0: the drawing is very amateurish, and there's no real plot lines, and it's like clearly colored with like colored pencil and stuff.
1: Um, I, it's certainly just, let me pour everything I feel into this unfiltered, like unfiltered pour this into a book. Right. Uh, Like It's just literally like I don't have anyone to tell this stuff to, so I'm going to write down my hopes and my dreams and my wants and my fears and everything. I'm going to pour it directly into this book comic art that I'm drawing and doing, which a lot of people do, but they don't do it in such an unfiltered way. Uh, And so his life had been filled with a lot of
0: weirdness up until that point. He claims he spoke his first words at like six weeks um, which is obviously not true, but there's like all sorts of stuff like that. Um, I think it's been confirmed he did not speak from the age of like one to basically like seven. Uh,
1: that's what I that's what I read as well. right. He
0: he had a um, abusive. He claims to have had an abusive babysitter that would lock him away for hours, and that's what led to him not speaking. But there's there's no real way of knowing. Um, so he created the Sonichu comics and then, and put them online in middle school, uh, and then basically became obsessed with Sonichu and kind of saw himself as the character, even though he was himself a character in the comics. And he made these like medallions of Sonichu that he would
1: wear all over. Um, and if you see any of the video footage or any pictures there's always a medallion. Always.
0: He he always would wear it. Um, and so he put those online, um, and then uh, they didn't really get any attention, and he kind of went through middle school and high school, which he says were the happiest times of his life, and he had a group of uh, female friends who he called the Gal Pals, uh, and they would hang out and do whatever. Uh, but then in 2007... Um, he posted some Sonichu fan art somewhere, and it quickly got picked up by 4chan. Uh, and then the people started diving into, like, what is this awful comic and stuff, and they found the guy. And then a
1: big article... Which mm-hmm. which wasn't hard to do, by the way. Right. Um, part of the reason that all of this is so documentable is because... Chris was putting all of these videos online and all of the stuff that he was working on online and living a pretty much online existence.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone like hacked into anything or stole any information. It seems like Chris was basically putting all of this cannon fodder up online for people to see.
1: Uh, it's I. The, it's also something I watched, that video that I was talking about. They discussed that Chris had a hard time distinguishing reality from fiction. Yes. Which may be where where we're seeing the idea that uh, he is a character in Sonichu, Mm -hmm. where everything that I'm writing is based on my reality, and also this thing that I created is real. So everything that I'm doing is based in reality because everything is real, whether it's the article or the video talked about Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. was totally 100% real. Thought it was a different, um, galaxy or timeline or whatever you want to call it. Different dimension maybe is the right word. Uh,
0: and that, so that I think that played a lot into basically everything he did and basically everything that he became, uh, because he like saw himself eventually like literally, thought that he was, like, part Sonichu, um, and, like, no longer could distinguish that it was, like, a fake thing. It's a... So
1: 4chan picks it up.
0: 4chan picks it up, and then that's where, basically, his life changes, because at that point, Encyclopedia Dramatica, which I guess is shut down now, it was, like, a really mean trolling website, um...
1: They, Encyclopedia Dramatica is a thing I was aware of but never understood. I same. think I was too young for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I never got it. it.
0: Uh, but they started compiling all this information on, on Chris and put it on Encyclopedia Dramatica, and it was pretty mean, and they started you know, focusing on all the stuff he was doing, and he found out about it, um, and then got really mad and would try to go edit it, and it was very obvious when he had edited it edited it um and so people were complaining to encyclopaedia dramatica he was complaining to them as well uh and there was this big back and forth between uh, basically about the article and all this stuff from his private life came out um on it that was not very good that his parents didn't know about and stuff and like he had one close female friend and their friendship was like kind of on the ropes and then someone posted a picture of that, he, that Chris had drawn of himself fingering th- the friend and that like ended their friendship and like so basically everything started to come out at that point and that's where like documenting his life just took off because people were like this is I mean really mean people were like this is hilarious all the stuff that this guy's doing his bad art his you know terrible relationships he's getting himself in and uh, people just
1: rolled with it
0: and it went from there.
1: Oh, boy, did they roll with yep. it. And then, is this where we get into the point where there are uh, people online posing as individuals and effectively catfishing him?
0: Yeah, so he still is desperate for, um, like, you know, a relationship
1: and a girlfriend at this point. And so people are... St- Which I believe he, he wants a what is it called? A boyfriend free girl. Yes, He's everyone.
0: He talked to every girl he talked to claimed they had a boyfriend. And so he was like desperate for a boyfriend free girl. Uh, And, um, so he started getting trolled by people who were claiming to be girls online who wanted to meet up with him, wanted to fall in love. And he bought it every time. I don't know if he actually believed it every time, but he, you know, went for it every time and then ended up getting burned and made fun of online. Um, and people claiming they wanted to be friends and stuff like that. And so it just went on and on and on. And um, the wiki documents this really closely. And there were – there was a group of – there have been several groups of, quote, white knights, they call them. People who, like, come to his defense uh, eventually and, you know, keep, you know f- keep some of those trolls at bay. And uh, his life basically just went from there. But I, at the same time, I think he relished in the attention. Like, being a little minor internet celebrity, I think, was exciting for him because he didn't do anything to, like, try to stop it. He kept putting stuff online, and uh, it just got worse and worse
1: from there. Do you think that that was an active decision, or do you think that Chris was just unable to understand that the best way to end this was to not keep feeding the fire? Yeah, that that may be
0: part of it. He might have not been able to comprehend that. But he would go online and post really angry, ranting videos about stuff people are saying, uh, about people
1: tricking him. Um, We also somehow have to work in the videos he would post that were, like, pretty homophobic as well. Oh, yeah, he was a
0: severe homophobe, and he claims that homophobia started from an incident with his principal at one school where four teachers held him down because he was acting out, and then he went to the principal's office and... He had to sit on the principal's lap. And whether or not that happened is up for debate. But there was like a lawsuit his parents filed against the school district. And so he claims that that's where his severe homophobia started.
1: But it does matter for later on. Right. That's the only reason I brought it up. I apologize. Um,
0: I'm looking at this really convoluted. Um, Austin found it. There's timeline. a huge timeline with all these different sagas some of them are kind of funny there's the sonic boom protest saga where he kept writing into sega about the color of sonic's arms in the sonic boom uh tv show there's the financial crisis which we're still currently in right now um but if you go on the if you go to sonichu.com it's the uh wiki for it uh and you can you can follow along and see the timeline of all this stuff that was happening so, where are we right now? We're at about 2010, maybe? Uh, so, he... This is like a 14-year saga. Yes. Everyone
1: should be aware of that as yes. well.
0: Yes. Still going on to this day. Uh, so, he first, in like 2010, kind of takes a leave of absence from the internet, stops posting things, stops... Uh, I think he destroys one of like his Sonichu medallions and... People are like, oh, okay, this guy's starting to change for the better.
1: Uh, this is also, did he destroy it, or was this the time he sent the Sonichu medallion to someone posing as a woman? Oh, that's right. Who then recorded a video of themselves ripping it up. Yeah, and sent it to which it. is
0: horrible. Um, but that...
1: This is the medallion that he would wear all the right. time. Uh,
0: so he kind of backed out and didn't post anything, didn't go online. Kind of, and people were like, oh, is he starting to kind of... Realize. So at this point he's graduated from uh high school and uh not technical school, what do you call it? Like community college.
1: He has like an associate's He got an associate's degree. And
0: he has done nothing to basically like look for a job or anything. And so people at this point are like, Oh, okay, maybe he started to turn his life around and he's working and stuff and none of that was really true. He just kind of backed off from the internet and then in twenty eleven came back and was like, Oh, I think I'm like, a woman now, but, like, not fully, and he was still very homophobic at this point. Uh, I believe he claimed to be a lesbian. Yes. He said
1: male lesbians exist, and, like, he's one of them. Um, And he was also, this is another odd turn in this uh, whole saga. I believe he was listening to some sort of, like, audio... Not maybe not audio tapes, that sounds outdated, but some sort of audio which he said would help him transition to a woman without having to have surgery.
0: Right. Uh, a lot of just weird, kind of delusional stuff like that. Um and so he would start and, he started cross dressing and he would take pictures of himself in like women's underwear and then post it online and people obviously would like eat that up. And then he was getting trolled a lot more. Um, and then, uh, so that kind of went on for a while and he was making Sonichu comics during this whole time. Um, and the story was like getting picked up by a lot of stuff and like, he was kind of internet famous and people were following this and documenting his every move and he was posting things and feeding everyone. and um, it kind of went on for a while. Uh, and then in 2014 he made like a full announcement that he was going to be uh, coming out as a transgender woman and started growing her hair out and uh, started wearing you know full female identifying clothes. Uh, and the this is kind of where his mental state, really started to deteriorate, and... uh, Her mental state. Sorry, yes. Her mental state started to deteriorate, and she was lashing out at people, and uh, falling for trolls left and right still, um, and making like really, really lewd, disgusting artwork and stuff. Um, And at the same time, was also capitalizing on her fame... Uh, this is called the selling out saga on the uh, timeline, and so her dad had died a few years before this, and she and her mom were uh, basically in like and, dire straits financially,
1: and that death hit her hard. I think that's important. Yes, to it know did. That's well. kind of where everything started to like go downhill, and I can't imagine that those two things are unrelated. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, and so she started selling Sonichu merch and like posters and making medallions and stuff. And people were buying it and she was making some money. Um, and then eventually got her Etsy shop shut down because she wasn't sending out orders. People had bought, wasn't sending out comics. People had bought or books or things. And, um, so then eventually she was like pawning things. She was having her mom pawn things off online. Um, and it, It's getting like kind of desperate. And then their house burned down in 2014. Um, Do you want to go into how that happened? (laughs) So there was a like landline. Okay, let me see if I get this right. There's a landline phone that her mom would keep like stretched across the house. And like the cord was kind of in the way. And it was in a doorway. So when the doorway would close, it would like fray the cord ever so slightly. And eventually it just like sparked and caught fire and burned the whole house down and a lot of uh Sonic merch was burned up and so was her dad's like ten thousand record record collection that he was like you told everyone to like keep good track of and or good care of. Uh but Chris's uh beloved shirt that she used to wear like there's this red, white, blue and yellow striped shirt that is in most of the pictures. It seemed like Chris pretty much only wore that shirt, uh, and that survived. And like she tried to put it up for sale for like twelve thousand dollars or something. And uh, so that basically continued until this day, where you know it's like financial straits, and there's no, they have no money. Um, Chris keeps getting trolled. Uh, there's these guys called the idea guys who basically convince Chris that she is a goddess and that like all her characters are real. And it seems like the delusions are so deep at this point that she believes all that. Um and there's like big infighting between the groups who are like defending her and then like groups who are attacking her. Um and that basically brings us to present day um oh and there was a there was a group called the Teen Troon Squad, who, like, met her in real life and then turned out to be trolls and stuff. And so uh, she took a leave of absence from the Internet again for a little bit, but there uh, has been some big news recently and big developments um, in the last couple of months. And that's kind of why we wanted to do the show, because it's, like, it's in the news again.
1: No, let's be honest. We
0: wanted to do the show because we got paid to do it. Oh, that's it. true. Um Uh, yes. Thank you, Cade. Uh, but there's, uh, shocking
1: developments, uh, so. Do you want to go into this, or do you want me to read, uh, some stuff from the case? You should read some stuff from the case, I think. Okay. So I have, uh, this is a very reputable site called Crime Online. Okay. Uh, but it does actually have some, some real stuff. Um, let's see. For those who are wondering, Chris, uh, Chris
0: Chan is currently in jail awaiting a trial. And we will get that is to correct.
1: why. Okay. So this all stems from a video. So in a 10 minute clip, Christine is reported, reportedly heard telling an unidentified person about an illicit sexual relationship. She claimed she approached the situation with, quote, care and caution, and that her elderly mother made the first move. Chandler is purportedly also heard saying she had sexual feelings for her mother for some time, that she had had sexual dreams about her in the past. Quote, she was partially confused at one point, but then she came around obviously. Uh, Chandler is apparently heard saying in the video, referring to one of their early incestual encounters.
0: Uh, it should be noted that her mom has dementia. Uh, I think is what they said, and so that is correct. It's kind of obvious that she took advantage of this, like elderly, um, like mentally ill woman and incest is a felony in virginia i can't remember what state they're in virginia or south carolina wherever they are Um, i believe it's virginia and so she was arrested well first she was removed from the home uh and then her mom was given care and she's now in jail awaiting trial for felony incest for having basically sexually assaulted her
1: own mom on several occasions it's important it's important to note that she is only charged with incest currently not rape yes so i'm just i don't know if that's i don't know if incest is sexual assault or not so that's why i wanted to yeah try to keep those two slightly separate because i'm not sure that they're the same um given uh, more yeah, readings here's the, the other thing case yeah she, yeah she also said uh uh, give me one second. Let's see. Chandler allegedly told the unknown person that her elderly mother is enjoying the relationship, and she purportedly also stated that she started having sex with her mother because she had no other options. Uh, fun fact she is due back in court September 16th, the day we are recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've not seen, uh, any updates to the story but i will look for more updates um uh, as we speak let's see i am checking it was
0: seven hours ago uh, this is on youtube um yeah no updates yet i'm sure there'll be something i'm sure we'll get some Uh, sure we'll get some
1: so that is the that is the end of not the end of the story, but that's currently where we're at. There are so many other twists and turns. There's there not really enough time in this. Like, it would take us hours oh, to watch yeah, everything. Oh, uh, I, I it's
0: Being on that wiki, it's hard not to go down a rabbit hole because everything is blue, and you can just click
1: on... We haven't even talked about the brony stuff. Oh, we haven't yeah. even talked about, uh, oh, who was the fake... Person with a giant backstory that she was feuding with from Four Chan. There's the GameStop employees
0: that he kept assaulting when he was younger. Um,
1: that's a lot of stuff. It's so it's wild. That's the that's the basics of everything. Um, that's the Chris Chan story Mm -hmm. so far. Um, I can't imagine that she's not charged. Like that she's not found guilty. Right, it sounds like it. Um, The only thing I could see is that uh, she's not guilty by reason of insanity, perhaps. Um, But even then, that'll still put her away for probably ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, this could be the end of the entire saga, basically.
1: And it is... I don't know. What's your takeaway from all of this after reading through this, after learning what you've learned about the whole thing, what's your takeaway? Well, from
0: I, it? I feel like none of this would have happened if people had not done what they did online. Like who knows what her mental state would be. And if she would have done awful things and assaulted her mom, if you know, back in 2007 people hadn't just run with this. Um,
1: I want to take it back even farther than that. I want to say that it's probably on her parents for not stepping in and attempting to uh, help her with learning to cope with the world that she lives in. Back then he
0: had certain needs that, exactly, they didn't, hmm, it's hard to say because you can't just say like, oh, they didn't raise him right because I don't think that they neglected him to any extent, and I don't think that they were, like, intentionally ever, like, abusive, but they certainly didn't foster a the environment that a fairly autistic child needs
1: to flourish, I feel. Well, and I, I would also just say that not just an autistic kid, but, like, any kid needs to be set up for success. Right. Right? Like, you have to set them up to be able to take care of themselves, to understand the world that they live in, to allow them to like grow and mature and develop even more so with someone who has uh, what could be described as a hurdle with autism Mm -hmm. where there's more things that they have to learn, more ways that they're going to have to understand how to cope with the world. And if you don't prepare them early and often, then it's going to be incredibly difficult for them to learn to cope and make friends and do the normal things that human beings do to, like, cope with living in, a, like, a crappy world. Yeah.
0: I mean, they, they did not give Chris any of the skills needed to
1: be a self-sufficient, fully-functioning adult. Like, I just wonder how much how much of this could have been avoided had uh chris made friends early on and had an outlet of like hey what if i draw this stuff for my friends and like you know what i mean like sort of a way to like talk out some stuff but also still be able to do art and things like that Mm -hmm. um i just wonder if an outlet like that would have provided less internet overview
0: right i mean just to say i mean it's Either way, it's basically concluded with her being in jail and probably going to prison now. And uh, it's hard to say where,
1: like, it went wrong. But um, did you read any of the stuff from the any of the 4chan people? No, I didn't. I basically just read overviews. So they have... I say they. Uh, in the video I watched, it was discussed that some of the people who were responsible for trolling chris chan have been uh like they've been interviewed or like asked what they thought of this really? or what they thought of their actions x number of years ago mm-hmm. and most of them have ex- expressed like serious regret oh i'm sure
0: like i uh no go ahead uh what I noticed a lot of people were saying on like the wiki and online and stuff is that there was a period where it was like kind of lighthearted and like fun. It was still incredibly mean, but it was just like, Oh, here's a silly thing we can follow of kind of a person who's, you know, digging their own grave online and getting mad at everyone and posting stuff. And that was like 2007 to 2010. Um, and, after that it just got really dark and i think of a lot of people who participated any time after that probably had had a lot of malice in what they were doing because i feel like the people beforehand were probably the ones who regretted it the most being like oh we were just having fun and now i see what this led to but i feel like since then all those people have just
1: been very cruel And there's a lot of things. Like, there is several times where people posed as women mm-hmm. trying – that Chris Chan was trying to find love with. Right. And, uh, I don't know. They, like, tried to get things, like, going, and they had uh, him show up – Um had him show up and then like nothing happened, right? Right. Like they had him show up in a random place or there was another story where uh, someone posed as a girl, talked to Chris for a while, then someone else posed as a different person who kidnapped her and told him to show up to a specific address in a specific town, which he did. And then there was an old lady there who was very confused and had never heard about any of the stuff Mm -hmm. that Chris was talking about. And that happened multiple times. Yeah. And each time Chris was unable to tell that this was fake. Right. It's like the lowest hanging bully fruit of all time. Oh, absolutely. Like there's no there's no win here, right? Like you didn't pull one over on anyone who is unable to like like, who was able to sniff you out, right? Exactly. Like, this person, the cheapest thing would have worked because this person was never, ever, ever going to be able to tell that you were joking. hmm Which is maybe the saddest thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, how much does she even realize to this day? It is, like, is she laboring completely under delusions that she's, like, a goddess and a character she created? Or is she aware that a lot of this mean stuff happened or does she think that some of it's still real it's it's there's
1: it's just hard to tell well also i mean one of her early things during like i think the bail hearing perhaps Mm -hmm. she said something to the effect of i'm internet famous right so i do wonder what that means in terms of whether or not she truly understands what's happening right
0: and maybe it's a case Which is of where she does understand what's happening, and she dealt with, like, painful loneliness for so long that she'll take all the crap just to be recognized. like Known? Yeah, just, to, be just to have, like, the attention on her because she was so lonely for so long. Like, this is better than having no one know who she is, you know. And it culminated with her going to prison, but who knows? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't know. Watching someone mentally deteriorate, which is basically what this is, right? Yeah. That's what this story is all about: is watching someone mentally deteriorate and having the entire thing fully documented. Oh, absolutely.
0: And I thought I was going to go uh, into this like I thought we were going to do a Sonichu episode. And the more I started reading about this, I was like, oh, this is the this is the story here is like this person's life unraveling, basically.
1: Correct. Uh, well, so I... This leads me to a different thing. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but this leads me to a different thing. Um, have I ever told you... So I have at least, f- I will say, one and a half... Like, not firsthand, but 1.5 firsthand seen someone mentally deteriorate to the point that left them in jail. Really? Uh, and this was... V- not very similar but there were similarities enough that I was like dude like the mental like the mind is a so fragile oh absolutely uh, so there's a there's someone I went to college with who this uh, so, so someone I went to college with I'm trying to couch how to talk through this uh, someone I went to college with that I was friends with that Jessica was friends with um, uh, we were pretty good friends all the way through we graduated uh we're still in denton so we saw them occasionally um they started having a really hard time with uh like they had onset of schizophrenia oh um and this is like they were probably in their early 20s -hmm. perhaps so they had a a, an out not an outbreak but schizophrenia started hit multiple episodes so it started slowly, um, started relatively slowly, right? Like minor things where like maybe you're you're answering questions to people who aren't there mm-hmm. or you're like hearing things, right? right? Like as far as I'm aware, most of schizophrenia is not, not violent in nature, but like watching someone who you're friends with who like, and it's different, right? This is not the same thing because I, I think Chris – Christine's mental state was never perfect mm-hmm. shall we shall we say so it might have been easier to slide uh, but this same this other person this person I was friends with like it was getting worse and it was obvious that it was getting worse right and so they were having trouble keeping track of what was real and what was not in a way that seemed very similar to the way that Christine was unable to see what was real and what was not yeah it's just that it's a weird switch to watch flip where reality becomes fantasy and fantasy is reality well so I know i kind watch that um certain
0: types of psychosis like schizophrenia it's usually very it's like always kind of a latent it's like always in the background uh, and it can manifest on its own or it can be triggered by certain things this that was a brings trig- it this one
1: was this one was triggered by a certain event or something yeah like a traumatic car accident yeah that's
0: typically what happens and so i, I wonder if the same thing happened with um, with chris where you know her mental state wasn't great but maybe it would have you know, leveled out. Like there
1: was something latent. There was something latent there. It just needed some sort of uh, catastrophic event. And I think this whole thing maybe brought it out. Something that could have been
0: manageable that these people basically like changed. Exploited.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Almost exploited. Right. Like her thing was like, let me put my life and I don't know what I mean, we can never really know why, but I think we've kind of hit on it, mm-hmm. whether it's I'm incredibly lonely, so maybe there's someone out there who will see and understand and like what I have to put out there, or I'm going to put this stuff out there in hopes of trying to find my true love. Right. And by doing that, you put yourself out there, and then you open yourself up to a ton of stuff. Now, most people aren't putting that much out there, right? Like, we put a podcast out there, and it's not like we're not delving into the depths of our emotions or our like mental state but it's a little bit like we've opened ourselves up a little bit to anyone being able to listen to it and provide feedback but even more so this person is putting their whole life out there oh yeah and and just getting absolutely rolled over i think the in return
0: the problem was that Chris never did anything to help herself. Like there were obvious things that she could have done, like stop posting everything about your life online. I mean, that's basically the main thing. Maybe
1: stop posting nudes online.
0: Right. And like really horrible, like lewd drawings and stuff. And for whatever reason, she just kept feeding everybody.
1: And I, I wonder if that comes back to what you said earlier, which is just nobody looks at me ever. So, if I do this, yeah, at least they'll pay attention to me, right? Which might be the saddest thing in all of this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just, Which is just like, hey, I just want to be known. I want somebody to know who I yeah, am. Yeah, just that human need for connection. Well, yeah, and at the end of the day, she just she just wanted to find true love, right? Like that's a thing that is talked about even from the beginning in all of the sonatue stuff.
0: That's true, but I don't like the... think
1: it was as, like,
0: romantic. I think a lot of it was very, like, I don't want to say angry, but very, like, aggressively lustful as well. Like, yeah, he he was very well, that... focused when he was young on, like, sex. Well,
1: I mean, who isn't, though? Yeah, that's true. But that's... I, I think that, that... But I think that a lot of people, and most people even... I think that there's that part of your brain that says, like, no, this is a little too far. So, like, my expression of frustration at not being able to just bone everybody is, like, I will not, I'll stop at fill in the blank, whatever it is. Right. You know what I mean? But in this case, it was like, no, let me just take this to the fullness of how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. which is, like, whatever. In this case, it's let me draw graphic pictures. But then that went to its logical extreme, and it's
0: it got to the point where she was Boy, pushing did it 40. To its
1: logical extreme.
0: Well, when she she's pushing 40, and she was like, I'm at the point where I'm just going to take sex from somebody now, and took advantage of her mother.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, we're all basically the same. Yep. Like, human human beings are all basically the same which is uh we want people to know who we are mm-hmm. we want to have sex and we want someone to care about yeah us. we just want to feel loved and cared i don't know dude it's just i think it's just rough overall it is it's, it's, a, it's gut-wrenching it's, it's a human being ill-equipped to live in this world yeah. attempting to get what they want uh or programmed to want whatever you want to say yeah. but like Attempting to get the things that they want and just doing it so out in the open that anyone, especially 4chan, that anyone who wants to mess with you can. Yeah. It's a sad tale
0: for sure. And I thought we were going to go into this with some joviality a couple weeks ago and after doing all the reading. Dude, there was... is
1: no levity. There's no levity yeah. in this story. It's, uh, it's just None sad start to finish. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Thanks, Cade.
0: Yeah, thanks, Cade. Hope you got your money's worth. If not, just Venmo request us the amount you feel appropriate <laughs> that we should return, and we'll
1: return ah. it. Yeah. So there you go. That is the saga of Chris Chan.
0: Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, very special edition of the Games Cast. Uh, we couldn't is do this one. Is that we're when... going to have
1: Trey call it?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> this Should we have
1: it called Sonichu says? Absolutely. Okay. Um, Trey, yep. I know you didn't listen to this podcast, but maybe you're skipping through right now. That's what we're calling it. Yep.
0: Um, we'll join us next week for a regular episode. I think Trey will be back. He's had a one of his countless siblings' birthdays. Um,
1: <laughs> god, dude. This guy's got siblings who have birthdays every other week. Oh, it's crazy. I th- they're I think some of them are made up. I think so too. Uh,
0: well, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you're not too depressed now. Um, that's right. Uh,
1: Austin, tell him a joke to send him home happy. <laughs> okay. Uh, or 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 I can read you some wrestling signs if you'd like. Yeah,
0: let's let's do that. That's a nice weekly tradition. Let's let's hit
1: us with some some All of right. those signs. Give me one second to pull them up. Okay. Uh, we only have a couple this week, uh, but I think you're gonna like them. Okay. So give me one moment. God, darn it! All right, here we go. I have uh, Kingdom Hearts is better than Final Fantasy. That's hmm, that's not true. Uh, and then someone else just has a sign that says, "I hope they just have fun." <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do. I hope when you're getting hit with the shoe with the t- the thumbtacks on it, you're just having fun. That's right. Uh, and this other one it says, uh, "Fantasy Star Four is really good." <laughs> Fantasy Star is. Do you know great. anything? Okay, but can you confirm or deny that Fantasy Star Four is really good? I
0: can confirm that Fantasy Star Two is really janky, uh, but still fun on the GameCube. Okay, that's what I needed. That was the information that I needed. Yeah, one of like two online games for the GameCube. What's the other one? I don't remember, but you had to buy this like special, like. Contraption that would plug into the bottom of the GameCube to like go
1: online and stuff. It's weird, dude. No one loves stupid extended uh, console things more than Nintendo. Oh, I know.
0: <laughs> I have the uh, Game Boy player for my GameCube, where you plug it into the bottom and you can stick a Game Boy game in there and it'll put up put it up on
1: the TV. I think that I. May have had that as well. And then I also had the one that you stick into the top of your Game Boy SP and can play on the GameCube.
0: Oh, yes. The, that was used in quite a few GameCube games, like um,
1: Four Swords, where you could like play on the Game Boy and on That's the GameCube. That's right, Game when you Cube. go into a dungeon. Yeah. Yeah, go into a dungeon, it goes to your SP. Yeah. Dude, is the SP low-key one of the best consoles of all – or one of the best handhelds of all time? I think so, because the
0: GameCube was like – or the. Game Boy Advance was like perfect, and then they just needed to add that light and the uh, protected screen, and it was all good. Never had a Game Boy
1: Advance, only had
0: an SP. I only had a color. I only had a Game Boy Color, and then went to GameCube and never had really another handheld until I got Dang. a DS and. Dude, college. Dude, the
1: SP, the SP was just one of those things where it could do it all, right? Like, yeah. you could play anything on there. You could play Game Boy Black and White, you could play color games, yeah. you could play advanced games. Uh, what does the S&P stand for? uh that's a great question uh square protrusion what does
0: game boy sp stand for special
1: that's all it is it literally just stands for special yes game boy advance special that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard it is can you name any of the colors that the Game Boy SP came in? I know there was a red. There was like a bright red, and that's really the only one. Oh, there was like a no, silver. no, no, dude. There, none of them are called what you think oh. they're called. <laughs> uh, Real quick, this is how we'll end it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read you some okay. of the colors. You ready? Yes. Uh, blue kyogre. Wait, you cut out what? What gray? Blue kyogre. <laughs> Cobalt Blue. Ooh, that's badass. Flame Red. Hell yeah. Graphite. Cool. Green Rayquaza. <laughs> Was it like a Pokemon-themed one, I guess? It has to be. Uh, green Venusaur. Ooh, cool. Uh, Kingdom Silver. <laughs> it's the Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories edition. Was there a Game
0: Boy Advance Kingdom Hearts game?
1: Yeah, Chain of Memories. Oh. Uh, One is literally just called Mario. (laughs) Is it just red? Uh, I don't know. I hope it has overalls. Uh, NES Black. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Onyx Black. Pokemon? Pearl Blue, Pearl Green, Pearl Pink, Pearl White, Pikachu Yellow. How many did they make? Oh, we're not even halfway through. (laughs) Hold on. Uh, Platinum, Platinum and Onyx, Red Groudon, Snow White, uh, now is this a chip flavor or a color, Spice and Lime, ooh, one of my favorites, uh, Starlight Gold, a Toys R Us exclusive, (laughs) uh, Spongebob, uh, did it have holes in it, I have no idea. Uh, Surf Blue. Cool. UK only, of course. Uh, Torchic Orange. <laughs> uh, and there's two more. Uh, tribal. So I assume it had a sweet tribal <laughs> tattoo on one side. Uh, and then I want you to guess what country this is from White Rip Curl Special Edition. <laughs> is that a Japanese exclusive? That is an Australian ah, exclusive. Oh, that's cool. So there you go well there's your that's your Game Boy SP minute that's your Game Boy SP news for the week
0: we'll be back with a lot more next week I guess this has been the Super Games Cast SP edition mm-hmm. um well I hope we brought the the air back up a little bit at the end there that's right um, shout out to uh, Cade again uh yeah shout out to Cade yep and uh shout out to Trey and we'll uh, we'll see him and you guys again next week
1: that's right you guys have a great evening, or morning, or afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. So long. Bye. I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet In the summertime In the summertime How could I make you understand We are radiant beams of light Shining bright even when we are small In the fall Mm. This is where it picks up snare coming in. It's good. gets you hyped. People know the chorus by this point so they can sing with you And you go. I had a dream that I was freezing to your house in, in the summertime. Huh. Huh. I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall. When? When was it? Tell them.
0: In the summertime.
1: These visions I can change them